You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friends, CEOs, future CEOs. This is, wow, this has been like, I took like a two-month break from the podcast because it was starting to get overwhelming, and I also had a lot of guests recently. If you haven't listened, they are amazing. They are so full of knowledge, and it was the perfect time for me just to take a really quick spring slash summer break. So I have actually been on and off social media, mostly off social media, for the past 30 days. Um, and I think 30 days was a really good refresh. I want to say it's a little over 30 days because I think it was like April 30th that I took off. Um, we sold the cinematic editorial and invited some brand new students inside and it has been amazing. The wins that I've been getting via DMs and I'm just really excited for everyone that joined the cinematic editorial just in time for their wedding season because I'm sure summer is insane for most of you. But if you're like me, it's crickets, it's quiet, it's peaceful. And actually, that's what I want to talk about today. But before we dive into that, I kind of wanted to just do a little update on like what I've been doing, where I've been, what's going on in my life. I don't know if people really care about this stuff, but I feel like all I talk about is business and sometimes I just like want to be a person. You know what I mean? So basically what I've been up to is, um, let's say this uh, two years ago, two years ago, they, I was diagnosed with some kind of thyroid issue. They didn't really tell me what it was. They just found masses in my thyroid and said it was swollen to one side and to take lots of vitamin D um, you'll be fine. <laughs> so basically that led me to my own research and I actually have an appointment to see a holistic doctor about this. But in the meantime, because you know, TikTok has all the answers, maybe too many answers. I did a deep dive and I decided I wanted to really heal my own gut health and make sure I was doing everything that I could on my end. Um, and so I kind of, you know, done a couple of things. What The first thing I did was I, decided to go gluten-free for 30 days. So I think that was, I want to say March or April. and honestly feels like a long time ago. That's how traumatizing it was. <laughs> As somebody who really loves pasta and bread, it was like, oh, I can't have anything I like. Got it. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. So I did that for 30 days and it was a struggle bus. Actually, I think it was from March until my birthday. I think my birthday, I like went and had some really good pizza at this place called Mad Nice in Detroit, and it was so good. But anyway, um, I, I did a gluten-free lifestyle. I replaced my pasta with like lentil, chickpeas, whatever they gave me, hidden veggies. I don't know. There was like so many really random things you can substitute for pasta, and then I've had gluten-free bread which I don't mind. I actually still eat gluten-free bread. Everyone makes fun of me for it. Um, everyone's like, this is hard as rocks. It has no flavor. I'm like, guys, it's just bread. Like, chill. Just put like some garlic Parmesan whipped butter and you're good to go, you know? So yeah, I still eat that with like avocado toast after like a workout or anything. And it just, it feels good. So I don't mind it. So I'd like to say now that I am more 
gluten sensitive. Like I'm very choosy picky with what I intake as gluten. I'm just like, if I'm going to eat gluten, it's because I want to, not just because I'm hungry and I want to eat something. And I feel like that was something too that I had to change. It's like after Eli, after I was pregnant with him, I kind of pretty much ate everything because I (sighs) craved so much meat. I was like, I want ribeye, I want steak, I want chicken, I want salmon. Like with Ella, I was a vegetarian. <laughs> I only wanted fruit and and cheese and like little crackers. No, with Eli, I, I was starving and I would eat like the heaviest meat. I'm talking like ribeye and steak and I would still be hungry. I would just, I would eat Anyway, I just ate a lot. So I had to really detrain myself from those habits and I had to like start taking care of myself. You know, he is two years old now and it's like, okay, I still am not where I want to be with my weight goals. So we got to do something about it. So anyway, I noticed that gluten definitely, you know, because of the, the pesticides they spray on wheat. And you can agree or disagree with me about this, but there's like hormone disruptors and a lot of, you know, the gluten options and you know wheat flour isn't absolutely everything I did not know that that was wild to find out when I eat gluten-free I feel better I don't feel lethargic and apathetic it's hit or miss though some of those chickpea pastas was like still kind of crunchy and and weird it just wasn't as soft as pasta so it's like ah give a little take a little but for the most part when I choose to be like gluten-free or gluten sensitive or only having like select things of gluten a day or a week you know, I feel much, much better. So I am keeping some of those habits. I do think a gluten-free lifestyle is like 100% gluten-free lifestyle is not sustainable for me because of what I love. And I I don't want to live my life being miserable. So I like to do things that is best for me. I kind of go off how I feel because why would I try to cheat myself? You know what I mean? Like I would find myself trying to convince I would literally like be debating with myself like, oh, like it's just a little bit of gluten. Like it's fine. Like I'm not doing that. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do other things, which leads me to the next thing is I have become more active. So um, I have been walking at least two to three times a week, 10K plus steps. Um, I think my max was like 17K and I was very tired after that. 15K feels like the threshold of like, it just feels like I've met the max at 15K. 15K is good. 15K is fine. Um, I have noticed a lot of mental clarity um, since doing this, which is really weird. Cause like we spend a lot of our time on computers. If you're a photographer and you're editing, or if you're a service provider or online service provider, you have courses, whatever. We spend a lot of time on the computer and, um, a lot of time sitting down. So, you know, I bought like this walking pad and I'm like, this is good. I'll get my exercise in. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I get a certain amount of steps in, but personally, once the sun is out and once it's summer here in Michigan, I am so outside that it's ridiculous. You cannot get me to come inside the house. My kids are the same way, probably because of me. But if I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk outside unless it's 100 degrees. So I've been doing that and walking outside and just being in nature. I I think that's what really caused me to kind of step back from the business for you know the past 30 plus days because I love nature and they call it the Japanese call it, was it nature baths where you literally just take a walk in nature and, you know, listen to the sounds and like not be distracted. Don't have your podcast out or anything like that. And just listen to the sounds of outside. I tell you what, that is probably one of the most peaceful things you can do. Um, I highly suggest everybody um, listening to this. If you're not already just start just walking outside and just getting active. You don't have to have a 10 K step, you know, goal like me, but at least 5 K. 
I mean, even as I'm recording this podcast right now, I can hear like the birds outside of my window and I'm just like, I used to be so annoyed with birds because they wake up at five in the morning, but it's just so peaceful. So I don't know, try shake things up, see what, you know, how you can benefit from just changing a couple of things. Um, so that was my goal overall was to heal my gut and, um, see what I can do to get more energy back. I was always so stressed and so tired. I do not like to be fatigued. I'm a very active person as I've, I guess, kind of laid out here, but I have also really taken advantage of coconut water and coconut oil. So I put coconut oil in my coffee. I drink coconut water, probably about at least 12 to 24 ounces of that. In addition to half squeezed lemon and water, um, 40 ounces is what I carry around with me. And then I also have been drinking apple cider vinegar. I think it's like one teaspoon, a tablespoon, a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and then like a glass of water and just like downing that a day. These tips, guys, have been game changers and nobody's like selling some like really expensive thing. It's just like taking these small steps and like letting nature's food do the work for you. But I don't know what's inside apple cider vinegar, but apparently it's like really good for gut health. And I have to say, after doing this for about, I think I've been doing this for about 30 days, my skin is incredible. My skin has cleared up so much. Um, and I used to have really, really bad acne growing up and since then have grown out of it. But I mean, it's very rare to even get like a pimple on my face, which is, I, I love it. It's just great. Um, not only that is my energy has improved, um, and I'm not as fatigued and I'm not as stressed either. It's so weird. Just like going for a walk, you know, adding these things to my diet, being sort of gluten sensitive. Um, one thing that has changed my life are salmon power bowls. So it's like, um, air fried salmon, you know, with some rice or it could be quinoa. I love quinoa personally. Um, and then some avocados and just like whatever else, maybe like some spicy mayo on top. Mmm, so good. It has changed my life as well. So just like eating things that you actually like. I don't, I'm not saying you should have a kale salad every day because like I could never do that. <laughs> that's not sustainable for me. That's what I just say. Oh, that's not sustainable for me. No, thank you. <laughs> but those couple of changes have been, it's been amazing. And I've been doing core workouts at home too with weights. Um, just really like healing my core after having kids. I've never done that. I was always so confused like, hey, why am I not like bouncing right back after having kids? Why do I still have to, you know, do all this work? And it's just like, it, all you have to do is a couple of workouts, just core healing workouts, go for a walk, lift some weights. It's not as hard as we make it sound. I don't know if it's because we just don't want to do it or it's supposed to be easier, but like, Nothing in life is easy. And I don't know, for me personally, I, I don't know why I thought stuff had, I don't know why I thought this process was supposed to be easy. But after doing tons and tons of research and figuring out what's been working for people and just trying it out and seeing if it works, I mean, you know, coconut water is cheap. Coconut oil, you can get by the jar, also cheap. I mean, apple cider vinegar is like, what, $3? I mean, these are just like easy little tips. So if you're in the same position like me and you're like, trying to get more energy, trying to figure out ways you can make maybe healthy choices and, you know, substitutions. I, I personally think you try these things out. It might, it might help. Um, so yeah, and that really, after taking like all of those steps, I felt mentally ready to take a break and just kind of see where that was going. Just focusing on myself, really. 
I feel like I put all of my energy, I have put all my energy into my business for quite some time and it can be a never ending cycle of working if you don't take the time to yourself to heal yourself and to just kind of listen to your body. If you're stressed and overwhelmed, maybe it's time to step back a little bit. You know, maybe it's time to focus on something else for a little bit. I don't think the whole thing's gonna burn to the ground. And if it is gonna burn to the ground, then we need to talk about your systems, your automation and scaling and all those other things, which my program, The Wedding CEO, covers. I wanna talk a little bit now about The Wedding CEO Life. Um, if you scrolled back, like much further back into my past episodes, you've been on here, you've seen my students' wins, you've maybe watched or listened to my private training talking about the results that my students have gotten inside this program that hasn't even been a year old. And I'm not sure if I really shared a behind the scenes of what this really looks like. And I just gave you sort of a glimpse of what this looks like, but my personal wedding CEO life, like having a team, having an education business, being able to balance both of those things with children, that's the reason why I teach this entire process and the system so freely because I want you to have a simple, strategic, and scalable business that I've done for myself. It's exactly what I've done for myself. I don't believe that you need to work more and make less. I don't believe that hustle is the end goal. Like, yeah, you do have to hustle for a little bit, maybe. Um, but if you work strategically, you probably don't have to hustle at all, which I feel like that is the shortcut to success is just being more intentional and not just doing a bunch of things until midnight and wondering why you can't get up in the morning to do whatever it is you have to do or constantly having to convince yourself to do things in business that you don't want to do. The entire framework that I'm gonna teach you over the next 12 months when you join us inside The Wedding CEO is basically the framework that I applied where I was able to still spend so much time with friends, family, when my team was shooting weddings, I shot minimal weddings and I was still running an online business, I charged higher ticket, you know, that part of my life has never been more peaceful and more profitable in my entire business. It's crazy to think that you can bring in the same amount, if not more income, right? This past year or the years prior or the years in the future than you have ever before without being stressed out. It doesn't have to be hard to be profitable is what I'm saying. And it doesn't have to be stressful. It can be scalable. You can make the same amount of money, if not more, doing so much less while there are things operating in the background, while things are scaled, while things are outsourced, and while you're selling high ticket. I was led to burnout chasing the hustle dream. And it was, you know, the hustle culture was so much more different, I think, in like 2015, 2017, because Girl Boss came out and we were all like, oh my gosh, we can do that too. We can all be millionaires, whatever, and so on and so forth. I don't know. It was it was a whole different time. <laughs> but Girl Boss time was a different time. But we can help you build a business that's not near as stressful as the first six figures that most people make that lead you to burnout and have you constantly wondering if you're ever going to be cut out for this, if it's just a dream that you longed for, is it a mirage? Should I burn the whole thing down? Is this a broken dream? Why is this not working for me, but it's working for them? You know, the reason why I talk about this program so much and why I stand behind it 100% is because I was that photographer, y'all. I was the photographer who undercharged and made no money. <laughs> I remember being like, I am so busy. I'm so busy. I have no weekends. I have no life. My life is my business. I'm putting everything into this. Why am I not making more money? Like, why do I feel like everything is going out to other people and other things and investments and gear? And honestly, I was seeking out therapists all the time. I was looking for guidance. There wasn't really like 
I mean, I guess there wasn't really photographer coaches back then. And I was just paying anyone who would listen to me and help me try to figure out what was wrong with me, what was wrong with my business, what was I doing wrong. And I have to tell you, I wish I had a mentor to tell me, Alora, you need a spacious CEO calendar, you need a systemized business, you need to learn how to sell high ticket, and you need to know who your clients are. And most of all, you need to make plans to rest. Ugh. Now that's the biggest thing I look forward to in life. I actually plan vacations. I plan resting. I plan my calendar. I plan out my quarters. Like I do an overall like yearly calendar, but by the quarter I'm like, oh, I'm not working this time or I'm feeling like I feel a little burnout coming on or I feel like starting to get overwhelmed. Let's take these weeks off. Let's put these systems in place so everything can work while I am hanging out with my family, going for a walk, summer homeschooling my kids, which is my plans this summer. I want to be able to set up a business that I worked really hard for that ends up serving me in the long term, in the long run. I want to be able to set something up, go outside, play with my kids, watch them color our new sidewalk with chalk, and I just get to sit outside and relax. Even in the middle of the busiest wedding season, everything should already be planned ahead. Everything should already be scheduled and automated. My client experience is working for me. I'm able to sell higher ticket for the next year. I can close my I can close my calendar whenever I want. I can raise my prices whatever I want. I have the confidence of a CEO to do what I feel is best. I want to be able to just take a couple days off and relax and enjoy my birthday weekend or go axe throwing, whatever I want to do, and be thankful for all the clients that I can transform their business like I've transferred mine and my students. So I hope to see you guys inside this program. If you haven't already, join the wait list. We are raising the price of this program after this launch. This is the last time that we are launching the wedding CEO at this low price. So don't say I didn't warn you. If you're listening to this later... I'm sorry, you missed it, but I hope to see you inside because I want you to have this peaceful, spacious, and scalable life, okay, that so many of my clients now have the free time and don't know what to do with it. If you listen to Savannah's interview, she was even saying like, yeah, I just kind of went and hung out with my husband. We go bowling all the time because I don't have to spend my time in my business anymore. My business is running without me. I'm focusing on next year. I'm focusing on my team. I'm focusing on my retreat. You can focus on other things, other income streams, because your wedding business, your main profit generating system is working with little to no effort. And I want that for you. If you're feeling burned out or you feel like you're lost and you need direction or you're just like, I don't know what the strategy even is. I'm just following what other people are doing. I'm just copying other people's prices. I don't know. I don't have the confidence to do this. I don't know what to do if I'm planning a rebrand. You need to join us inside. That is everything our program covers from start to finish. I can't even begin to tell you. We have so many resources to help you in the right direction. But even better, it's going to be aligned with you. I don't want you looking anywhere else. I don't want you looking over your shoulder. I don't want you second guessing. We want you to have a CEO mindset. And then we want you to plan. And then we want you to execute. And then we want you to have so much confidence that you can sell anything to anyone at any freaking time. Join the waitlist. We'd love to see you there. We'd love to see you inside this program and help you organize your business for the crazy summer and fall that's coming 
This will be our last intake at this price point. It is going up. I should have raised it sooner. I've had people telling me, my peers are telling me, it's fine. You know, you get 12 months of support in this program, so you can't even be like, oh man, like, why would I make that investment? Boo, you got 12 months of ongoing support. You get copy reviews, okay? You get coaching calls, you get co-working calls, you can be held accountable, you can do your edits, you can set up your systems then. We have so much support. It is unreal. It is unreal. I hope you join the waitlist so we can help you become the CEO of your business. I will see you in the next episode and we're going to be breaking down all of the amazing frameworks and all the amazing concepts that we are teaching inside this program that you need to know about before you join us. So have an amazing week. I'm so excited to be back. DM me on Instagram if you're excited to hear my voice. (laughs) If not, that's fine. Whatever. We can be silent friends and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. (music)